0: clearly Justin Longmuir and his coaching staff are convinced that that's the best way to go to just wait until they can play their best game. But Collingwood just set up in front of them. Collingwood zoning in front of even when the Fremantle's better performing defenders, the likes of Young, the likes of Clark, the likes of Luke Ryan. uh, When they did have the ball, they were forced into panic uh, disposal because of the zoning in front of uh, the Fremantle defenders. And then, Collingwood were winning the ball back. I thought Collingwood's key defenders, I thought uh, Darcy Moore in particular was in, was incredible. Nick Dacos with his rebound and uh, and certainly uh, Howe, Jeremy Howe, they, they, they forced, I thought, Fremantle into a lot of frenzied de- mm. disposal. Fremantle were waiting for the same game to see if it would work again like it's worked in the past and it didn't. And from a coaching viewpoint, no plan B. That's that's coaching and that's management. That's strat- strategising. I did, I, they just didn't seem to do enough to try to curb the dominance of Crisp and Goey in particular. Gowie. Why not who Was who was poor, Brody? who was just playing as an offensive midfielder, uh, why one, of, one or both of those couldn't have been given an assignment to have a crack at? Try to curb Crisp. Yeah. Try to curb Goey. Use your body. Use your play. Let's break it. There, there was none of that coming from the okay. coaching box.
1: Well, I'll wind up, out because I'd like to get on to the other teams that are still alive. Uh, this is a beauty. This is the text of the night. Listen, fellas, Fremantle could win the flag, have the Brownlow medalist, the Coleman medalist, the Rising Star winner, and go through undefeated in the season, and you two would still bag them. We're
0: not bagging them, honestly. I think that that would probably be a Fremantle supporter from way back (laughs) and probably the sort of supporter that stood and applauded Fremantle's 10-goal loss in their first ever final in 2003 because – there is, if, if you're expecting us to lord the season like that, instead of analysing where they can get better, then... You are accepting mediocrity. Okay, Haggers. Good evening, Jans, with nine
1: players under 22 playing both finals. Natural progression. We'll see Fremantle improve next year. Really did like uh, the look of the boys playing uh, men on the weekend. That's Simon of Claremont. And finally, uh, just to let you know, oh, yeah, that's a technical
0: thing that, that the boys are sorting out. Um, okay. One thing about Fremantle's season, and I suppose their finals, it, it is the emergence of youth, both as players and as leaders, which will turn into other issues over the summer, where we have to then discuss where Nathan Fife is at. He he has an enormous an enormous race on for himself to rebuild himself to the extent, and he's now got it. He didn't play a final; only played the seven games in the season. Fourteen games two years ago, fifteen games last year, just seven this season. Thirty-six games from Nathan Fife out of a possible sixty-eight over the last three seasons. But the emergence of the likes of Andrew Brayshaw, Caleb Sarong, Alex Pierce as mm-hmm. a as standing captain, literally. Luke Ryan, Sean Darcy, who I think are leaders amongst that bunch of youngsters. But then also the youth that have shown such promise and excitement at times. Hayden Young. It's going to be an outstanding player, an All-Australian in the making. Heath Chapman. Had some anxious moments in the finals, but he'll learn from it. Nathan O'Driscoll, way short. I mean, he's just played the, the 20 games. Uh, Michael Frederick, Jordan, Jordan Clark. He's only a 21-year-old. Yeah. He turns 22 later this year. He's had it, some good games and, this season. And, and if I can repeat again, Jai Amos. He's played just the three games. The kid's only 19. Of course, there's potential there, but don't just expect that it's going to happen. Don't just accept that they have to add Fremantle to what they've already got. They certainly have to change their game at times to be able to beat opposition sides' pressure, and they certainly have to be able to sustain in a better draw, in a harder draw that they'll have next year, not from where they've come from, but also the claim from Carlton, the claim from Essendon, the claim from Port Adelaide. Those sides aren't going to give up spots in the top eight next year too readily, and who in this year's top eight do you expect to make way?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll leave that as we go to the break. And let's focus on Collingwood, let's focus on Brisbane, and let's focus on the four teams that remain. Craig McRae, first-year coach at the Collingwood Football Club, has taken them from 17th to the last four into a preliminary final. And now he's come out and declared,
0: we're here to win it. We're here to win it. We are. Look, one more game and you're in a grand final. We're here to win this thing. And... Uh yeah, we're going to work our butts off to get better every day to give ourselves every chance. We'll set ourselves up and we know what's coming up in Sydney, but we'll uh,
1: we'll give it our best shot.